are listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast that hungers. I'm your host, Pogues, and I'm joined by Rise of the Silver Surfer dance choreographer, Ben Chapman. Thank you. I'm really proud of my work. If anything, I hope Hollywood picked up on the success of dance moves from Spider-Man 3. Yeah, was this before or after Spider-Man 3? I have to check that, but we, they should have learned. They should have learned even if it was before this that, that movie. I feel like that movie has better dancing, and it's 90% finger guns. Oh, man. That's, it has better hair. Yeah, I'll give him that. Spider-Man that is 3, true. Spider-Man 3 has better hair. This came out the same year, so that was a boondoggle year for superhero dance choreographers. Uh, that voice you just heard that was not me or Ben is our special guest, Chris Arneson. He's here to Woo! join us. Hello. Please introduce all guests as the ones that aren't you or me. That's a great. That's a great polite way to introduce people. I'm neither yeah. Ben or or Pogues. <laughs> well, sometimes Ben does some really spot on character work. Like, yeah, it is tough. Yeah. People think that Mike Hayes is a real person. That's just <laughs> Ben doing two voices. It's a really he's, interesting character I came up with. Yeah. He's like the Mel Blank of uh, yeah. podcasts. The toughest part was coming up with all the fake expired social media accounts to to tie that character to reality. That was the tough part. They're not all expired. <laughs> this is a running joke with Mike. I was trying to stand up for him. He pitched dead Twitters from like four years ago. He pitched, he pitched a website that I don't think he... I think he admitted was no longer even available to look at. But anyways, he bought a website on the podcast to use later. Oh, he tried to plug it and it doesn't work anymore. (laughs) Anyhow, I have one thing to plug. We'll get to that later. (laughs) There's one reason that you're listening right now, and it's unfortunately not just to hear the sultry tones of Christopher Arneson. We have done now three Fantastic Four movies in a row. Each uh, one worse than the last. Honestly, yes. I I didn't expect it to go this way. Uh, I didn't expect there to be a curve downward into a ravine. Yeah, you didn't expect that a film that like had characters in basically uh, like onesie pajamas would yeah. end up being the best of the three, and a Doctor Doom who was doing ninety percent like sign language and, and, and Johnny Flame special effects brought oh, to boy. you by Windows screensavers. And, so, in the defense of this movie's <laughs> just blatant shittiness, um, <laughs> it is a sequel to another movie. So it already has that going for it on it. That not is being actually good. not a good excuse, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. This I movie think did it not is. have to explain the characters. It's but... like when you have like a younger brother and they get in. They're sh- I don't know. It's not right at all. He's better than me. Uh, he's, he's a better yeah. brother than me. Yeah, he's supposed to be the better version of you. Your parents oh. learned from their mistakes when they made the first Fantastic but... Four. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I just realized while we're talking, I forgot to look up to see how much money this movie made uh, after it fell. But... It's okay. I'm looking at it, but uh, okay. I can tell you that it it uh, <laughs> it didn't do awesome. It did um, not in the United States. Well, but... This is wait. This is a unique chance, Pokes. What what do you think uh, the budget was on this film? Do you know? I I, I would say let's go 125 million. You're a bullshitter. It was 130 million. How'd you get that close? Boom. Because I actually understand how budgets for films oh, work. Fuck your shit. Yeah. In 2007, but, he was like, "Yeah, that rubber suit's got to cost at least three hundred thousand dollars." Its, it's then... domestic gross was 131 million dollars. So not yeah. super awesome. I'm gonna guess just because the way this film takes place, 90 percent in countries that are not the United States, that this movie was much more popular overseas. <laughs> Hard to tell. Oh, you don't know the overseas box office? I don't have that data in front of me. <laughs> uh, all right, it's got we'll a just lot for to... Brazil. 
yeah, suffice to say, it didn't do tremendously well, it all, did, all told. It did $13,000 in Estonia. <laughs> Dude, 13 k in Estonia? in Estonia, yeah. That Estonia market is hard to lock down. Yeah, and you really gotta, I mean, like, think about, like, uh, you know, the fluctuation of what that cash is worth now to, to, uh, from back then. Oh, it, it, Estonia dollars? Yeah, I feel like <laughs> rubles. <laughs> gems? Yeah, gems. Rubies? Oh, I can talk gems all day. Uh, <laughs> Anyhow... All right, Immediately just... stop. I can talk gems all day. Nah, I'm not going to, though. You can talk gem and the holograms all day? Yeah. Yeah, that is something I could definitely Hey, uh, that, that is uh-huh. actually a comic now. Uh, I don't know if it ever was before, so technically... Nope, does not you... count. <laughs> technically, you can do it. Pogue sees what you're trying to do. You're trying to get him to watch that garbage film, and it's not going to happen. Well, we all right, do... I just checked... Next, next Gemuary, we'll try it out. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Uh... Love it. The foreign box office was only 150 million, so not not a great. Although that is technically 150 million dollars it made. It comes in 45th in comic book movie adaptions. So I looked that up real quick. Let's go ahead and just jump into this. Uh, the movie starts like an episode of the X Files with like a like a little typewriter text telling me what country we're in, and the Silver Surfer is just flying around making it snow in places it doesn't snow. Yeah, kind of just. Being a cock? That feels weird. But then he gets to California. He just knocks out the power. It's like they cannot get rain or anything in that state. I feel real bad for him. But, like, I was confused right away. I'm like, I knew a Silver Surfer as a herald, you know? Someone who's this ominous presence that, 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 you know, precedes the destruction of a planet. Just sort of, like, drifting around the planet being a dick seems like a weird way to do that like yeah right they gave away. him like a whole new subset where he's supposed to go and like punch holes in the planet because we later find out that galactus one of the most iconic characters in fantastic four lore is now just reduced to a giant cloud of space smoke i would yeah. say even marvel lore yeah he's literally like the biggest villain mm-hmm. ever um, he's, a, he's a space fart yeah, and he's a space fart. He's, he's basically the the first job that the smoke monster from Lost got. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and like they they open with that, like he destroys a planet, and then zip zoom, uh, a silver blur heads to Earth, and then flies around. And like the first thing I remember that happened was that it goes by a fishing boat. Yeah, in a Japan, Japanese fishing trawler. But it seemed like they were like in a lake in Ireland or something. Like, it was just so weird. It didn't... It looked like there was, like... Like, I don't know. I was just like, where are they? Uh, and then, like, it goes... It cuts to the news after it goes through all the places, and then they have a picture of the the sailor standing on the icy waters. And it's like, how did they get that picture? Like, what? Yeah. Is there a reporter we, out there? We saw it as the as the ethereal audience. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, well, we'll use it because this, this shot costs a lot of money. We got to reuse it. And it's like, like, there's no way. There's no way that another, they got that picture. And I was just like, okay, like I'm already lost in this movie. What's going on? That's what lost you was where they got a photo. Yeah, the news you know what? I actually oh, I stopped guys, watching it from there. So. Yeah, we we stopped right there. Yeah. So tell us how the rest of the movie went. Well, here's something else. Did you notice the amount of times they show shots of people watching something on a television through a window? Was that like still a thing in 2007 that people would? No, I didn't really catch TVs on that. and windows. At this 
Yeah, this movie is felt very like 1950, you know, like where people would gather around because nobody owned a TV. Well, don't forget, this is the same universe where the X Games were ve- recently very popular. Yeah, this is the also the film. same universe in which the Fantastic Four, a superhero group, is flying on a commercial air coach. Yeah. Then they get bumped. Now, I don't know a lot about how planes work when they overbook, but I'm going to guess that they don't pick the celebrities to try to put in coach. Just a thought on my behalf. I don't know. That scene is so... The entire scene in the airport is ridiculous, and the airplane scene is just one bad gag after another. Oh, yeah. The movie is one bad bad gag after another. This movie is like time cop level quippy but but i instantly had zero faith in the movie because you have a superhero team that can do a lot of shit and has a pretty rich background and you scanned your minds for cool places to put them and you got air line at the airport yeah it's air travel 20 minutes air travel will rivet the audience you have to wonder what were they doing wherever they were instead of being in new york or whatever so you're like Okay, so did they, like, there was, like, a crisis, and they, like, hopped on, like, a Southwest, or they were, like, there's we literally... need to get on an Airbus. It, it was just so bizarre. Yeah, there's no, there's no reason. That's a good point. There's no reason for them to be at the airport. And don't forget, this is everyone's introduction to this movie. Yeah. You know, think, of, th- yeah. think of The Dark Knight, right? That's that's the follow-up to Batman Begins. You've already established Batman. You have no origin story. You can start wherever you want, and you start with this epic heist. You think Empire Strikes Back, you start on Hoth with the Battle of Hoth. You think Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, let's have them waiting in line and getting inconvenienced at the airport. Like, there's no reason they can't fight a minor villain. <laughs> yeah. Or anything. Open on anything. They could have, because the whole point of the thing was, like, them, and I imagine they probably did the, I was talking about the first movie, I've never seen any other Fantastic Four movie except for this one. And, Smart. And it was like... And Ben was like, yo, uh, and he was like telling me, like, I was like, so what happens? Like, what in the first one? And he's like, well, uh, Dr. Doom is, is, is he's mad, and then he, like, fights him. And I was like, why? Like, does he, doesn't, he's That's like, unclear. He doesn't build a machine? <laughs> yeah, like, unclear. Uh, he's, wait, he's not, like, trying to dominate uh, the world or take unclear. over? Unclear? Okay, that's weird. And he like, sort well, of blames Reed, but then inexplicably unclear. just hates everyone else. For and the then same, I was like, no well, then they have to learn how to work together to beat him, right? And he's like, unclear. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And they, I, and I, and they, they splash each other with water, and then they, they <laughs> defeat him. This movie has no struggle in it no. at all. It, it really no. feels like in the first film, any question you have, Chris, can be answered with unclear. Unclear. <laughs> unclear. Just, unclear. Uh, this is something that I didn't know if you guys noticed this. Did you notice that the Fantastic Four does not do anything superhero-y or fantastic until like 50-some minutes into this movie? I, I do notice that. When they show up in London. This movie is an hour and a half. They do... This movie well, is not even an hour and a half. It's an hour and 26 do, minutes if you cut oh out the credits. My God. But it's worse than that. They do two superhero things total. They, yeah. they deal with the Ferris wheel incident, and oh. then they like fight Doom on a surfboard. That's... That's uh, all. Yeah, of it. we'll get to that. Let's go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just, I'm just saying, like, like this isn't a superhero movie. They don't do no, anything superhero. I'm not based. even sure. As I said, I don't think it's long enough to count as a movie. You know, it doesn't <laughs> even reach the 90 minute mark that a cartoon needs to reach to be counted as a feature film. Uh, I was shocked how short this movie was. I was so but yet, grateful. It still felt so long. Now, it does I, feel long, and it like, but it, it's. I think it's because nothing 
everything happens like within happenstance. Like there's no real reason. There's nothing that really drives the plot. Right, because Galactus is the main villain, but he's not introduced until, I don't know, maybe about 45, 50 minutes in. Yeah. He's introduced Silver in Surfer. a way in which they hint at him, and then he's never brought up again. They right. hinted in a way like that Silver Surfer's in an abusive relationship, and he doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I, like, I really can't talk about it. You know, like, I don't want to. And, like, she's just, she's struggling so hard because she, like, she's concerned and she, like, feels that there's, like, this goodness in him and no one believes her, uh, Sue Storm. And, um, and, yeah, like, they, they could have, like, shown somehow, like, the inevitability that Galactus would be there at some point. Right. It's just, like, hey, he's here now. It's yeah. thrown in as such an afterthought when he's, like, the world's gonna end. You're just, like, oh, okay. Cool. I believe him. Like, like Doom does not care for a guy no. who's a megalomaniac. He lives on this planet. He's just like, well, that's eh. the thing at the end. What yeah. Doom's plan is, he gets the power of the Silver Surfer. He knows that something's coming to destroy the planet, and he's just like, I guess I'll hang out in Hong Kong. I what? guess I'll surf around and piss out the Fantastic Four. We gotta rewind. Yeah, like, we gotta rewind and get there. I think. Yeah, I think that's like... true. But um, right. I, I gotta point out something here. Uh, Post airplane sequence, uh, they're at they're at Baxter Tower having a conversation, uh, and Johnny references doing more sponsorship deals, and then shows up in a suit with sponsorship deals on it. Yes, I could not believe my notes actually say I could not believe how quick they beat the X Games scene from the yeah. first movie. <laughs> they were like, it took us too long to put in twenty products in one scene. Because if you're just jumping in now, the the Fantastic Four previous film had one of the most egregious scenes of product placement in which like Mac and me level product placement. in which they stood in front of uh, uh, an X game center for 20 minutes, arguing about a family in front of a giant Mountain Dew logo, Sobe tea and a bunch of bullshit, including a scene in which, uh, uh, in which Johnny storm is thrown into a burger and then the burger sizzles and it says flame and whopper. But so, wait, wait, in Sobe? Their yeah, Sobe T and everything? Wanna, it yeah. does make me want to that? Whopper. Yeah, yeah. Is Sobe still around? I don't know. It's <laughs> the first thing I can think of. <laughs> but that really dates that movie. But Holy to open shit. it, they make... There's a lot of things in that movie that you <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention the X Games? Again, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I That's true. But in this one, Johnny Storm almost makes a, a meta joke about that, in a way, where he's like, more product placement, right? Winky, winky. And then he comes in with a, a suit that actually has Ads on it with basically a NASCAR. Yeah, right. It is just covered in. You would think that was a bit that that would then just go away, right? That was just for that scene. No, Johnny wears this costume at least once. No, for the first half of the film. The first film of this film. This film. When he's in a costume, he's wearing that NASCAR outfit. So it's not a joke. They but, genuinely wanted product placement, all those oh, things. There is, okay. there is some of the most absurd product placement. <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, we'll there, there is. Again, now, we'll get there. Uh, so at this point, too, we also get that Dr. Doom is woken up. Why did they think they needed to bring him back? Like, they thought a, a gigantic, like, demigod that eats planets wasn't going to be like... They are like, the stakes aren't high enough. Bring back that guy who did nothing in the last movie except for kill one board member. More importantly, how did Doctor Doom get back to Latveria? He's on the boat. Remember at the post credits? Not really post credits. Oh, I didn't watch post credits. I, I no, just remember it happens I like quit. five seconds after the movie ends. Oh no, they're I don't like, remember. Fantastic Four, and they're like, "Nah, nobody's gonna stay. Hurry up and put up the scene." They're they're loading him on. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. But why? Carpet. 
How good are the like the extradition lawyers in Latveria that they were to pull strings to get a fucking megalomaniac? Well, I guess he's technically just a corpse at that point. They think he's dead. Uh, they're not taking very good care of him because they just... But they no, put him in prison in, in Latveria. They put him in a, in a room. No, he's just in the box that he's I, in at the end. I think he's in a tower, and then he's in a giant throne chair thing? Like sure. A, a giant throny dentist chair, and then someone is... Uh, trying to get him, he's like using a blowtorch to oh, take that's piece right. by piece off. Take him, take him apart. And it's like that bat, that scene in the first Batman movie. Yeah, it was like where that. Where he's like, "Give me a mirror," but he, he doesn't say any of that. He's yeah. just like the guy just, just hands him a mirror, like and then he looks at him and he just shoots him, and the guy gets shot into like a a rug. I think it's... it didn't look like he got hurt that badly. But oh boy! Like... Did you notice that uh, like Doctor Doom without his helmet on looked a lot like the Frankenstein monster in that from that Frankenstein movie around this time? I think that's <laughs> what they were going for. I uh, think apparently they were not because 20th Century Fox, after they got the move, the dailies and stuff back, they were like, his makeup looks like garbage. Cover so his no... face until he gets back in the ma- until his face gets healed. So that's why when he goes to fight the Silver Surfer. 90% of his face is covered the first time. With a scarf. Like a, a, yeah, because they were like, it looks terrible. Don't don't, don't use that. Just Why not just put the mask on? Man. Yeah, you have it. Know. It's in prop department. It's, it's not like it was important to the story to wait. But no, they put on a weird, like, ba- ba- balaclava for him to wear for the second half of the film. Oh, God. Well, now, what's interesting, then, is after all this, the Silver Surfer, we decide that there wasn't enough humor with the Fantastic Four. So Johnny is convinced, Reed, that he needs to go out for his bachelor party because the, one of the main points of contention is in this film is that Reed and Sue are getting married. They're tired of the media attention, and for some reason, everybody refers to Reed as former scientist. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't really get because I'm like, not, not to be a dick to scientists, but, it, you know, it's like... Do you really say former scientist? Like, aren't you once a scientist, always a scientist? Isn't it like the Marines? Just because you're a celebrity and a scientist doesn't take away your scientist part. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think, does more speaking engagements than actual science work these days, but nobody considers him not to be a scientist. I, I don't think he's a scientist. He's uh, <laughs> an astrophysicist, you fucker. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I remember the, the dancing part, too. And <sighs> Nonchalantly, like, Johnny Storm is like, I think he almost mumbles, call me John, or something. He says that at one point, yeah. And then they... John, Johnny skews young. Yeah, he's like, it skews too young. Which I was like, that is a direct quote from a board meeting, like, 100%. Yeah. And then, like, and then they never do that. So, like, it's like, why even say it? So, do you think maybe that, like, when they handed him the final script notes, someone had written on a post-it... John? Go with, go with John. Skews younger. No, I... I, I mean, and then he just Chris read Evans, that off the script. Chris Evans, was, uh, didn't know the like, difference. Whatever. It's no, written down. Tim's story was like, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> so they never did. We fired our post guy. <laughs> or Tim's story, yeah. Did you think uh, Did you think that he... Like, the people that he uses for his focus group are the same people that decided that uh, Doom's scar in the first movie was skewing well, that it was humanizing him? Yeah, remember that line? They said that everyone thought the scientist's scar was doing well. Yeah, <laughs> as so if, maybe, maybe as if there's a poll is... on like Time Magazine's website where, what do you think of Doom's scar? Maybe this world is just a world. That was an which... actual line for the previous movie. Really? They yeah. just they just like to you know test everything to see how the public reacts. So I got bachelor party. I got really uncomfortable with this bachelor party. It, uh, it is 
insane from like moment one. First of all, Ben Grimm is wearing like this terrible Tommy Bahama shirt. Yes, <laughs> like every shirt he wears in this, he either looks like Dennis the Menace or like a retired dad. Like he's just always in like bowling <laughs> shirts. He looks like John Elway, like the way that John Elway is going to dress when he, you know, like uh, like, like that, a mutated John like, Elway. Someone could have just like put a, a blonde wig on him. He would have been. Uh... What is that guy's name now? The, the 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 fat dude with the the barbecue sauce and the uh, uh, oh man uh, diners drivers and, and guy dining. fieri guy fieri Boom. yeah I was out of a major brain you can just change his uh, catchphrase to take you to Flavor Town like, yeah <laughs> I mean, he might as well he never said uh, it's clobbering time he never did he does in the worst way he says it. Uh, when Reed gets caught dancing with girls, they cut to thing, and he goes, "Oh boy, I think it's clobbering time." Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> As in, I that. think it's time for some domestic violence. Actually, oh my god! <laughs> did you uh, did you like do his dance? His like little boxer oh dance that he was doing at the bar. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. and then the guy with the like the ginger afro that he burps is. I, I, like, Why was that a this... scene? I, it I was just that felt guy. Like they were geared for really little kids who do not know what jokes are. All right. the sight gags in this movie fail. Yeah, they're all so bad. Like, but somebody had to say out loud, "All right, so uh, we're twenty minutes in. Have we done any superhero stuff? No. Okay, well, fuck it. Uh, I got a thing. I got this ginger friend. I want him to come in. I want him to get burped at. He Maybe always wants to get story. burped at by Michael Mike. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah, Chickless. that dude. There's no way he came in and they were like, this guy looks great. Let's put him at the bar. He is somebody's friend. Doesn't that feel like a role, though, that T.J. Miller would have now if he's, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, if this was <laughs> I just saw film? Deadpool and I, 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 I would agree with that pre-Deadpool. <laughs> pre, like, um... Transformers? <laughs> yeah, pre-Transformers, yeah. Like, Cloverfield? Go really far back. <laughs> go really far back. He's yeah. in Cloverfield. Before he he's is. got a speaking role, he's the guy that gets burped at in, in, in 4, Ross. In case, in case you're doubting me, he's the voice uh, behind the camera in Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. He's yeah. The, yeah. Anyway. It's like his first role. Uh, now, but also Reed's, like Reed's dancing yeah. is oh my God. insanity Don't... in this yeah. film because it's one, not dancing. He's not like using, he's just stretching. It's the whitest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my yeah, life. Yeah, so excited. It's dad dancing. It. And, and it, it, the, the effects overall in this movie took a dive. From the, the previous one, because the previous one were were all right. They were pretty solid. Yeah, now, I mean, I, I thought that uh, the Silver Surfer looks all right, but for some reason they made it now. You can see all of Johnny's facial features while he's on fire. Yeah, which was not the, a good choice. They have the technology. It doesn't work. Um, and, and as he's dancing, the women keep like fawning over him, and like, and I, I was like, come on, do not make any references to his stretchy penis because he did it in the last movie. I don't want to hear it again. And then the movie goes on to talk about everyone's dick. For a while. Wait, when did they mention Reed's dick? They they don't. They Sue's dick? But I was terrified they were going to when all these women were like clamoring to him and asking about how he stretches. They and definitely stuff. mentioned Ben's dick. They mentioned Ben's and dick. imply that when he comes, it would be a rock slide. Yeah, they yep. And they and at some point, the girl that Johnny Storm was dating is asked what it's like to date Johnny Storm, and she replies something about aloe. Yeah, you need a fireproof lingerie. Yeah, and aloe. And a lot of aloe. Which is implying what exactly? And Chris Evans' face was like, was just like, meh? Like, <laughs> yeah. That is the voice of. The, the, I think everyone understands what the face I just made. Um, but uh, is, is the joke that he'll burn you when he fucks you? Is What is the joke? The there? joke is. 
that people don't know what jokes are. <laughs> and then they, and those people also, wrote this movie. Also, that woman is wearing a dress that is the exact same color as her skin. Somebody on this film just like <laughs> dressing people in clothing just, and clothing and just whipping dresses at people. This is a movie that no one second guessed <laughs> any of it at all. Everything was done in one shot, and they're just like, man, let's go with it. Like, it, no, like it's so bad. Nothing lands. Yeah, the, po- the post tagline was, "Holy shit, they're letting us do this." <laughs> Can you believe Sorry. it in, in less than a year? Um, uh, did you know also, like, I, I wrote down, is Ben Grimm's new catchphrase, sorry? And then I started keeping track of it, and I got it, like, eight times or something, where he just goes, like, sorry. Like, <laughs> I, he says it more than anything else. They just oh, look God. at him, and he does something little and, like, goofy, and it's supposed to be, like, a sight gag, and then, like, it doesn't work out for him, and he just apologizes for it. And and we don't want to stick too long on this so, so we can keep hurtling forward through this piece of garbage but how are we gonna get past the dancing i don't know this applies to all scenes not just the dancing but i wrote it down for this i wrote down <laughs> i wrote down fucking look look directors and writers levity in a superhero film is fine but it works when the characters act like real people in like an amusing way and not when they act like whatever hollywood thinks of it's fucking funny this ham shit is horrible yeah this is like just absurd the comedy everybody is like on as if they're like doing a bit on saturday night live yeah. but it's their everyday life I, I i try to pay attention to this movie um and i had a really hard time following some stuff because it didn't feel like it was ever explained and i just realized something when i was talking how did sue know that they were at this club wasn't she this, have no idea. Wasn't it, it was a guy's night out yeah. for his no, bachelor party? Yeah, it was his bachelor party. She knew where they went. Party. She, she knows know. Johnny only goes to one place to fuck. Oh my god! Uh, did you notice in the good news when uh, the general shows up, Ben? Did you notice that the doorman did live through being thrown through a door? I wrote in the that last down. Movie? He's okay. I was so happy. I was like, oh good, the doorman's still alive. Although he's sitting down, so he could have been paralyzed. I don't know. Doom's Doom's crimes in the previous film, by the way, in case you forgot, include killing a board member, uh, shooting lightning at cops but not hurting them, and throwing an elderly doorman through a glass door. Oh, boy. This doorman, this exact one. But he's fine! I'm glad he made it back. Now, let's go to the wedding in what is, like, terrible sight gag after terrible sight gag. Bad jokes about Ben Grimm fucking his girlfriend... Sue uh, using her powers to make a pimple disappear. Oh my god. It it's... was just like, it just kept going, but we also get Stan Lee's uh, cameo. Yeah. Uh, As himself? Is... Yes. Yeah, that's which... a dumb choice. <laughs> no, it's actually an homage to uh, the Fantastic Four issue where they get married. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby show up to the wedding and they won't let them in. Okay. They show up All as right. themselves. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby appear in several Fantastic Four comics. As runners of a comic book company in the Marvel Universe that produces comic books based on Marvel superheroes. Way to tap the well of ideas, Stanley. <laughs> I, I appreciated that idea. I was like, oh, that's nice that they kind of did like a... Other than, I mean, like last time he was a doorman, or he was a postman. I, I much yeah. preferred the, a reference to one of the like biggest events in comic books back in the day. You know, their wedding was a huge event. Yeah. Uh, was it a huge event, it, like, within the... I guess tabloid media of the Marvel universe because it felt. I like... don't know. I believe the Beatles came to it. So <laughs> wow. Can we fact check that? Can someone? Can someone uh, reach I'm, out? I'm fairly reach sure out to someone. That at least the live. I, it was in the 70s, so I think they were all still alive. 
You guys are going to get slammed in your mini-episode. It was uh, the monkeys, not the Beatles. I'm never listening again. Now, this the, the wedding brought up two uh, interesting questions for me, which is, one, I cannot believe Brian Posehn is in this movie. As I was picture. stunned, yeah. I was yeah. I was like, there's, there's got to be one of these. Oh, my God. Brian also, like, how desperate was he to be in a superhero movie? I mean, I'm sure they told him, do you want to be, like, a kind of a small role in a Fantastic Four movie? He'd be like... Oh, f- yeah. No, I'm sure they yeah, told him. Okay. Hey, yeah. we'll, I'm sure yeah. they told him we'll pay you. I mean, yeah. I mean, no, like, I'm not saying they didn't, but I, I'm saying like... I was like, just shocked. I was just like, wow, what an odd choice because he doesn't do anything funny and he's a... Yeah, he has no comedic like play which, at yeah, all. It's just like you don't cast a comedian in a movie and then don't have them tell jokes. Well, also, they... which one of them is Catholic? Because that dude's a straight-up Catholic priest. Yeah. And there's... I this... mentioned... You think Sue? Uh, yeah, I would think Sue, but I also mentioned this earlier. I don't understand the family of the Storms because Jessica Alba looks nowhere at all, even within the ballpark of uh, of Johnny Storms. Uh, what, what's his name? I forget his name now. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans and and Jessica Alba do not look even like ballpark close to each other to be siblings. It's confusing. Chris That's Evans different. has the only hair in. The four of them that is, I think, is real too. Oh like, right, yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, no, I she is. She is definitely terrible. wearing they a wig. Definitely put one of those nets in his hair. Oh, she wore yeah, a wig because and... she dyed it in the first movie, and uh, they made her bleach her hair, and they screwed it up, and she had like trouble with her hair, so she refused to let them bleach it again. And the guy that plays uh, Reed Richards, he's Welsh, and I'm not, so I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. But um... his first name is all vowels. <laughs> I know, no, and I, I had a like friend I show me recently I how to pronounce Welsh words, and I was like, no, nope, can't do it. Um, but, like, I, he's wearing a wig. He has to be. It looks like he's wearing a wig that's too small for no, the rest of his hair. That's definitely his natural hair. I don't know. It's, it's just like, weird it's, because they, ble- they do, like, the gray on the sides, so it looks like it's not part of his natural hair. It looks like he's wearing a hat. I, the whole movie. Now, the wedding gets broken up because the Silver Surfer shows up in New York City. A helicopter almost crashes. The Fantastic Four do the like the first heroic thing they do, which is essentially not let themselves be killed in a helicopter crash. They yeah, don't save anyone except they for, save I guess, two Alicia. people. I think. The, the thing saves Alicia, but yeah. other than that, they're just like, oh fuck, don't let that fall on me. Reed yeah, pulls two people away. away. Yeah, and they almost got chopped up. By oh, the that's blades. right. He does pull some people away. Yeah, but still, it, 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 yeah, it doesn't feel like a super heroic event. It doesn't seem like them leaping into action to stop a disaster as much as it is being in the middle of one and going, oh, damn it. It looks like her wedding got ruined and she's kind of mad about it. Yeah. She's well, then, uh, Johnny apparently makes no effort to do anything because Reed tells him to chase after their, the Silver Surfer and he doesn't want to because he's wearing a very expensive suit. Dol- Dolce. It's Dolce. <laughs> and um, this leads us to one of the dumbest scenes I think I've seen in... All of the movies. All right, wait. Let me guess if which part of the scene you thought was dumb was it the part where he like phases through the surfboard so that he's upside down? Yep, that was dumb. It, oh, the whole thing. Okay, it's a build up of dumb parts. Uh, that was like a Men in Black callback. Yeah, or he, yeah. He phases through the board which for no fucking reason. Uh, Johnny Storm just generally looks bad effects wise, and the whole shot just seems awkward. They like cut to him like looking right at the camera, sort of. And it's really unsettling, and I don't know why they do it. And I can't remember the line he says, but it's it's just utterly stupid. But it leads to the part that upsets me the most, in which 
the Silver Surfer turns around finally, I guess bored with the chase, catches Johnny Storm by the throat, and then just takes him into space. Uh, it's low orbit, guys. That's not low orbit. He's well outside the atmosphere. Uh, did you ever see that dude do that free jump? We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, he was not that high. Yo, he definitely, if you look out the window, he looks like he's in space. Also, the suit that he's wearing is... Yeah, and he almost passed out wearing that no, suit. No, he, he passed out like four times. That's why what he's is... like in an uncontrolled spin at one what point. What is Johnny Storm's invulnerability? He gets he's hit not. by things he's... in this movie where it's like... Oh, he yeah. should be split in half. Yeah, he's just on a fire dude, but he seems to be okay in space briefly. You know yeah, he... It is insane. They kill him in the comics, so... Yeah. Spoiler. You, I mean, like, I think he's back, but... No, I know. It's in the I mean, comics. You can say... If you say someone hasn't died in the comics, yeah. that's more of a spoiler. All all, all superhero die- characters have died at some point. You're right. I, I Man, I wish I had the source for this, but I remember seeing a tweet online that was like, uh, did the other X-Men make fun of uh, the X-Men that haven't died yet? <laughs> yeah. Like... Oh, you only only died once. Hi, I've died like four times. (laughs) And then the movie jumps us into a weird zone where I guess they just wanted to whip more things into the comic book movie Blender because they grab the Super Scroll concept. Yeah, but that's not until really the end, and that's not the Super Scroll concept. (laughs) It really... It's an homage, if anything. Yeah, a reference, I guess, more what I meant. A very poor homage. Yeah. This movie is a poor homage to the Fantastic Four, so it fits it. Or Johnny, now, his powers switch with whoever he touches, which is sort of weird. He accidentally touches Sue because he's having a hard time controlling his powers, so he thinks something's wrong. She goes out to see if he's okay. They swap power. She catches on fire and is freaking out. Even though you think instantly she would be like, oh, my brother does this all the time. I'm fine. But then, she, of course, what happens? They switch powers back. She falls to the ground buck naked. And naked. Got to toss number three in there. Yeah, I was just like, be... it's so <sighs> offensive. No, like, her, she's, she's literally a shrill, shrieking, yeah. like, woman... Like in peril of her own, like just not even be able to control something she should be able to control fully. She's the rock of that family. Like she's the most, she's the cornerstone of the Fantastic Four. Without her, there is there is no, there it, none of it works. It doesn't beat the scene where she's outside a window on fire, flailing. <laughs> she <I> literally <laughs> shrieks. Yeah, I still need to find that famous uh, like mailbag where they talk about why Sue isn't pointless in the comic book. It's pretty spectacular. I would like to check that out, too. Um, also, like, before that, like, when Johnny and Ben exchange powers and Ben becomes human again, which is almost done, like... Again. No emotion. Again, but also, again! They just, yeah. They're so, yeah, it's they're, so crazy that they play it as, like, a joke. It's like, this guy is a monster. Like, he he's cannot, tortured by it. Yeah, he yeah. can't feel anything, you know, because he's made of rock. He does. He has, like, no sensation... It's like a horrible existence. He turns back and then he flips back and he's like, "Oh, nuts!" It's I like, did it. really? I did it, guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is great. Oh, I was like, and, oh, and you're talking about the voices, and then the voices too. Like his, his voice completely changes when he becomes the thing. When Johnny Storm becomes Johnny Thing, he has the exact same Chris Evans voice. Yeah, they don't and change it at all. I thought that was such a weird thing. Gotta, it like threw me say off. Him as the thing. Like, a, a thing, Johnny Storm, was the creepiest thing I've ever it's seen in my life. Yeah. It was yeah. so, it was very upsetting. 
<laughs> there was so many little things like because he mean like he like he threw fire at him and I was like, wouldn't his hair catch on fire? Like he has hair up there. Yeah. Like wouldn't it have been singed? Also, a, a thing with hair, like, not a, not something. Yeah. I see again. Didn't uh, like it. I'm now, so glad I didn't do it with anyone else. So we get the after this, we get to the one action scene, which is they show up at uh, London to try and stop Ugh. the Silver Surfer. They fail completely it, miserably. The military is angry at them. Uh, which the general is the oh, man? What is his name? Um, he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, he's and he, he plays the same kind of character. In yeah, Brooklyn I mean, like the the tone and stuff. Yeah, he's an incredible character in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, but like, he's just his gruffness and his like, uh, which is like, I guess, more exaggerated than that. I show. think his name's Andrew Bauer. I also believe he was in. Uh... Yeah, he plays Holt. Yeah, Andrew Bauer. He plays Captain Ray Holt. Wasn't he in? Uh... Homicide, Life on the Streets. He's a lot of cop shows. He plays yeah, a really he's good actually military like, guy. He's a very serious actor. He's a great yeah. actor. Now, he's really great. This uh, is also where things get weird. They've <laughs> failed at sort of catching the Silver Surfer. Reed's trying to figure out how to help them. And they enlist... The, they're bringing in Von Doom, who is at least a murderer, technically a terrorist, and the army's just like, yeah, sure, let him come back. Like, they don't question why he no longer looks like a metal monster, because everybody saw him. He, he like, destroyed an entire New York City block. Which it's I guess just... they, build, they build the Fantastic Four. They reference that at some point in the, earlier in the movie? Yeah, I they, think they reference, like... Oh, so they're going to build us for these, this amount of cop cars. Yeah, they reference, like, their, their just, like, general, like, light, like, like saving-the-day escapades. Which makes sense. It's, like, very Ghostbusters. A little bit, except none of it's in the movie. Like, they reference stuff that should... They yeah. reference saving the day stuff that you expect to see in this movie, and it's not there. You can only assume that it's from the prequel? They, the, I guess the, the first they movie? They just saved mean? time for more jokes about what it's like to fuck the thing, and I just want to die. Well, they, they also need shut to shut up about it. They also need to save time that once Don, Von Doom shows up, they begin working on a plan, and... Uh, Reed's working hard, and Sue comes up to, I guess, join in, and she is in, like, a straight-up, like, an evening gown with, like, this real low-cut top and, like, a push-up bra. It's so bizarre. She's like, all right, we got to get serious. Let it me seems go like put they, on some formal wear. There's going to be heavy editing in the middle of the movie because every two scenes, um, most notably Sue, but all the characters are wearing wildly different outfits in, in like from room to room. Yeah, she almost. changes outfits almost every time they show her, as if like she had like a deal in her contract where she got to keep her wardrobe. So she was just like, "Yeah, I'm changing clothes in every scene." It just seems like they're they're cutting a lot out, and so you're just splicing together these awkward, which, which fits with the complete lost chaotic why would mess they of a fucking need, narrative. But why would they need to cut anything out? The movie is like 28 minutes long. <laughs> they couldn't have been cutting for time. How bad must have the stuff they cut out that they were like, ooh, this isn't going to work. So here's another thing that I noticed that popped in the background four times during one of, the, one of uh, a series of scenes when they're at the Baxter Tower. There's a Hydro Thunder arcade machine behind their meeting yeah, table I in saw the Baxter Tower. Did you see that? Yes, what? I was like, what a weird product placement. Four scenes it pops up. So it wasn't just like something that just got 
the caught in the background. It was something that was specifically placed there with some intention. Did fucking Midway get some cash in this movie? I don't know. I don't know. And it's not to place a based game. Based on New York. Yeah. Why Hydro Thunder? Not your best entry, guys. What if it's just like some guy, like, like you know, like those guys who used to like run, like they would they, they would buy the machines and they would put them in all the different places. What if he's just like why? I'm a, I'm the biggest guy in New York for this, and I need to have at least one of my arcade machines hanging out at the Baxter Building with the with the Fantastic Four. Like. I need one near Central Park. I need one. I need one at the train station. Is I need one at Baxter Tower. Is there not like Reed Richards loves that thing? Um, Did more, Stern not ever make a Fantastic Four pinball machine? Like, that would have been <laughs> that a would better have been a, that would have a funny catch. Yeah, to pop that in would have been okay. Side note: Did you notice that Reed is like obsessively on his cell phone uh, at the beginning of this yeah. movie? Yeah, it's and not a make... cell phone. It's a PDA. Right. It's his PDA. Yeah. It's right. 2007, so and this is he before... makes the point of saying that it's a it's not a phone. Yeah, it's a PDA. The, but but this is before he builds the device that is supposed to track the Silver Surfer thing that's happening. She gets mad at him for it. Right. They, they, what's they he saying doing on it? She's gonna get mad at you for saving the Look, bro, thing. he's got things he's working on. You when know, he's, he's, like, fucking with the PDA, he appears to be almost oh, playing yeah. a game. It yeah. looks like he's playing, uh, like, like Maybe Angry he's Birds figured out a remote phone. way to play uh, Hydro Thunder. <laughs> yeah, that's his machine. He's, he's playing... Got, he's got Herbie the Robot back yeah. sitting in the thing, and he's controlling he, it. Do he, we have the technology to play Hydro Thunder on our phones? Uh, Reed Richards is totally casting Hydro Thunder to his little PDA so we can play it. Thank you, Reed. Now, I got a question, Ben. Again, yeah. This is uh, one of the Hit me up. things that I noticed that I'm curious if it stuck out to you. While they're in the middle of this science sort of breakdown... Love the science breakdown. They're at... I don't know... Science Army Institute, question mark? Yeah. But there is a scene where Johnny Storm comes out of a shower, and he appears to be showering in a room off of the lobby? Yeah, it's Did you definitely... notice that? It's yeah, just, like, it's... right in the middle of the building. Like, is it a dorm? Is like, it a co-ed shower? Like, when he stops, you see, like, labor- like laboratory personnel, like, two feet yeah, away, talking with a look, clipboard. In the background of one, there's, like, a boardroom. Like a like a meeting room. He's like in the lobby of whatever this building is. Why is there a shower there? He's just like, hey guys, uh, I know we live in our own tower, and I can fly to wherever I want to be at any time. But do you guys got like a slop sink off a laboratory that I can just wash up in? Fuck. It was that was I was just like, what so the bad. where the fuck is this shower? Such a, it was just like I felt like they got a note from the studio that they were like, Chris Evans has really <laughs> been getting in shape. Get him a, get his shirt off. I mean, he did. He did look really good in it. I'm not like, Captain uh, America good, but uh, also after this, uh, when they go out to finally catch the Silver Surfer, what was with the scene in which the general decides to like use like the jock put down? Like the general is like a fifty-some-year-old man. He's like, I guess you didn't play football. Like, yeah, he's like do really, grown men do that to each other. He's, he's well accomplished. He's he's earned his way up the ranks. He's highly intelligent, as most high-ranking military people would have to be. But somehow, yeah, he he wants to pretend that Reed is a nerd, despite being a international celebrity, rich billionaire. Also, like, a guy who is, apparently is constantly saving the day. If if New York is billing him for destroying police cars, they must have been stopping something. So it's yeah. like it's not like he just sits in an office all day and is really smart. He's a fucking superhero. It was such a bizarre. I guess part of that is taken from a uh, the Ultimate series. They, they, like, took the line out of it, but it just seemed, like, so out of place. And that guy is such a dick. Yeah. 
and, and he, he he brings in Doom uh, uh, yeah. a little in the, in the zone where he talked about it a little bit, who's dressed like the Emperor and wearing that mask that is not the real mask for no inexplicable reason. Well, um, he he looks normal now because the Silver Surfer oh, right, attacked right. him and he fixed him. He rolls in work? looking like White Morpheus from the Matrix. Just oh. in this stupid trench coat. Yeah. Which is great, because Lawrence Fishburne is also in the movie. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a good, it's it's a good double tag. It's also, like, crazy how obnoxious. Like, I didn't realize it until, like, afterwards. I'm like, that dude's voice is really annoying. Yeah. And he's, like, and he's, it's, it's so un... Like, menacing. He just sounds a, like an annoying... that smarmy tone. It, it's just... The big thing here is we're just... We're just calling out all these, like, chronologically moments chronological moments of stupidity but the point is that they have a dynamic interesting four person superhero team which you can do literally anything with and they're sticking to jokes about rock penises and just like wandering around like like every scene is in like a small hallway or a tiny room where someone is talking about space readings and how Doctor Doom's here now and like, there's no fucking action. There's no tension. There's no excitement. We open on fucking airport security, and we go downhill from there. And that's my problem with this fucking movie. I know why I know why they opened the airport security. I'm pretty sure we just haven't gotten there yet. But, like, um, I think, like, I, I kind of thought of, like, how the world they live in and how, like, totally insane it is. And, like, there's just so few, like, straight-faced people in it that like see the, the craziness in this uh-huh. and the only time they ever call it out and the whole thing is when general hager and they're going to to, to england to stop this allegedly because they think it's going to be there and uh they're arguing about petty family stuff about how reed and uh, sue were talking about quitting the superhero life to settle down and have a normal family, which is like a genuine thing that they should be allowed to do. And then Chris Evans' character, Johnny Storm, overhears it, and they get mad about it, and they're arguing, and then uh, the captain, or or the um, general just goes, what is wrong with you people? And that was the first time any line resonated with me in the movie. I was like, what is wrong with these people? But see, that to me was the only part of the movie where I was like, that's good. The the whole point of the Fantastic Four is that they are a family. Yeah. And families bicker and squabble. And the fact that it's not just that, like, you know, Johnny and Ben are just like, it's not that we're not going to be superheroes. It's that you're talking about breaking up as a family. We're, We're a family. Like, you know, you want to go off and have kids and stuff, but we're all one big family. And I was like, that's the interesting part. That's what made the Fantastic Four great in the comics. That's what could have made them great in these movies. No one ever addresses it. Like, the one time, and the guy's like, shut the fuck up. And they're all like, yeah, he's right. He's right, guys. Sue, can you put on, like, a push-up bra and we can make some jokes about Ben's dick? (laughs) Deal! I think you're giving the movie a little more credit than it deserves in the (laughs) nuance department. But... I do agree with you, so I'll let it go. Um, now, uh, there's, there, there's a moment I got to get in here that I adored. Is um, there? Uh, we talked about the, the them working in, in London or whatever to save it. I, I don't care. It's garbage scene. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It's a waste of their powers. It's just stupid. let's never speak of it again. But um, at some point, Reed invents a device to separate the Silver Surfer from his board which is how they planned to capture him, as in to interrogate him, to identify why he's digging holes in the planet. 
Well, because they're trying to figure out why a planet dies after he leaves. Because they don't know. They know he gets there, and then eight days later, the planet is desolate. Which I thought was interesting that I'm like, he's always eight days away. Yeah, yeah, right. Like like the Chris Galactus made the same just point. has to find planets eight days apart. But but Reed invents this device to, to do that, and he shows the, the the general, and he says in the simplest fucking terms, "This device will separate the silver." Literal quote: "This device will separate the silver surfer from his board." And the general nods and goes, "Yeah, like a like a like a fish caught in a net, like a fish in a net." <laughs> and I went, "No." Not at all like that. Uh, yes, fi- man. All fish in nets have lost their surfboards. Fishes don't come in. Fish don't come in nets, and then you take the net away. You're making a bad analogy to something that was already simple. He didn't say, "Yeah, I'm going to polarize the cosmic energy to reduce the friction between his feet and the." He didn't say anything scientific. He just said, "Yeah, I'm going to get the board away from." Ah, uh-huh. ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> It was was very insane. Like a bear to honey. No, not like that. That doesn't make any sense. Your analogies don't work. I wish it was five minutes of him making analogies. Because the device isn't a net. It doesn't net anything. (laughs) That's not what it is. Yeah, technically the Silver Surfer could get up and just run away. Yeah, he could get away. I just I couldn't stop laughing. We kept we kept imagining the general just like nodding to everything Reed says and adding a bad incorrect analogy about it. Like a bear to honey. That's, like a bear great. like a bear to honey. General, stop doing that. Like a dog in a car. You're confused. Yeah, yeah. No, a dog would chase the car. <laughs> you just have to keep explaining it to him. Like, okay, well that's not right then. You're right. So we're not taking a car away from a dog. We're, the dog and car aren't attached. Just stop it, General. Like taking candy from a baby. Well, that is more accurate. That one yes, works. Yeah, that, that one works. works. But technically not accurate because this is not easy. I had to invent a very complicated machine. Yeah, right? Well, then he had to re-explain the whole thing again, and they're back to fish in a net. Uh, now, uh, they capture the Silver Surfer, they take his board and put it in a thing, they bring in... Who carries that, by the way? Who, who puts that under their arm and, and just hauls it off? There's uh, a lot of questions Kurt on Russell, things that get carried in this right? movie, I think. Kurt Russell just puts it over his shoulder and yeah. scoots off. And then, because... in the background, you can see Keanu Reeves firing his gun into the air. Now... <sighs> They had to tell someone, hey, Bill, whatever you do, don't get on that board. I know it's tempting. You need to have some sort of resonance. That's what that thing on Doom's arm does. Is it? All right. Hang on. Come on, Ben. All right, fine. Pretty great. Sorry, movie. Now they bring in the American torturer. No, they didn't explain. Yeah, big. You guys in a minute. Ben's Ben's got notes on this. Big big deal. To what are you doing, Fantastic Four? Again. Like, superhero movie that just moments ago is making dick jokes is like, yeah, let's bring uh, an American official to come torture a prisoner of yeah. war. It is, it is, like, insane, too. And nobody's just like, well, did you guys just try asking him first? Like, they don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't try to question him. It's just like, we're going to torture him. And he makes a point. Baseline. He makes a point that he can't do his usual torture most of the time because on uh, humans, on humans, because that's against the law. But Silver Surfer doesn't count. He's I'm an like, alien. So what do you do, like on a nine to five? <laughs> he runs a hot dog stand. He looks like a guy that would run like an IKEA. Or yeah, like not no, not an IKEA. That is way too much responsibility. Like. like uh, McDonald's. So is his job just to interp- uh, interrogate super beings from space? That's no, his they, job. they just fly him out to other countries and let him waterboard terrorists. Oh, all right, there we go. Thanks There's gotta be like oh, a scientist they could pull. They could have pulled from the lore 
Right? Of, like, to to well, talk maybe, about, like, yeah, to, like, speak idea. Up the... Maybe ask the world's smartest man who is in the building with you to right. interrogate. There's no reason to go Zero Dark Thirty on this fucking yeah, dude. it's like, why would they not let what them is talk it? to him? And he's, like, thrilled to torture a space guy. Oh, yeah, and like, like, you what know is... he's got an erection the entire Who time. is this guy? <laughs> they already have a sadistic person who is extremely smart because they already hired Dr. Doom and to he's, help them. Yeah, he's scarier than Doom. Yeah. Now, the, the scene... Uh, the scene where Doctor Doom is like he wants to see the general. And the general's like, "Well, I got to go see him again." This man is one hundred percent a murderer. They know that. He shows up and he's like, "Yeah, you can test this board, which we want are one hundred percent sure is a weapon. Go ahead. What's the worst yeah. that could happen? You yeah. test it. I'll, I'll bring me and one guy, and we'll just stand by and, and then watch. the guy now, <laughs> despite, was already in there. Yeah. Despite what Chris and Ben will say, they do explain that the odd thing on his wrist." Allows him to have the same resonance to stay attached to the board. When do they explain? They don't that. explain that. Yes, they, they do. They what, you think I just came up with that on my own? I, I think so. Maybe the yeah. version you rented, I think, Look, had extras, but this did not explain it for us. Pokes, to be clear, we're only talking about the movie, not your movie fanfic. Yeah. All right. Ah, oh, boy. I, I think that you guys just need to really pay closer attention. Now, uh, did you also notice my favorite part of uh, the interrogation scene is after they all leave and Sue sneaks in. She goes to talk to the Silver Surfer. Naran. Who decides to show her what he's talking about on his wicked abs that turn into a movie screen. Yeah, his tum-tum. His belly. But he's, got a, he's got a tum-tum that, screen. And it's he's got not belly that vision. useful of a, like a PowerPoint. Like, nope. There's no it, real it, information. He didn't have time to add a lot more like like transfers and, and sound effects. It is <laughs> literally the same image the movie opens on. Now, he could just he could just say it. Yeah. Now here's also the thing that's questionable. He could. He could literally just have said it. Because earlier Reed showed the planets already that were destroyed or or wiped clean or whatever. Yeah. So she's aware of the actual threat. She doesn't need a little little gif. Well, also, like, is she not going to believe an alien that flew here from space well, on a surfboard? Why does he board? like? He's like so vague in that scene. Like yeah. he starts talking about stuff. It's just like he doesn't like Galactus. Why wouldn't he just instantly be like, "Yeah, I serve this monster who eats planets." And I do it so that he won't eat my planet because my wife is on that planet. And I and I, I think I said this earlier, and I say it again. Um, you know, not as a joke or anything, but like it's like he's in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Like it, it feels like he's absolutely terrified. Like she's like, "Why are you destroying planets?" He's like, "I can't tell. I can't her. tell you." Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird that he just doesn't tell her though, because then yeah. later he's just like, "Here's what's happening." I'm like, "Why did you wait?" Yeah. It's also what would like, the consequence have been? It's also difficult. such a waste because it's it's his story is actually a fairly interesting story. Yeah. A guy who sacrifices the he, he you know he's like I'll never be able to be with the woman I love, but I can guarantee her safety by doing this terrible terrible thing which is going to happen regardless of whether or not I do it, but at least you know I can save one planet. They just gloss over all that. So his emotional connection to Sue is very weak. It's just all sort of like, yeah, I guess I don't want to do it anymore. Now, once they break free of the lab and they free the Silver Surfer, Reed decides to call the Fantasticar. Yes, finally we are here. Did you see the code he enters to start it? No. It's 4444. Four? I think, wasn't there five digits? No, I think it was just 4444. I didn't enter? I was just shocked. I was like, really, guys? This guy's a genius, and he comes up with that password. 
And then... Oh, I get it, because they're the Fantastic Four. I'm going to hit you. And there I'm are gonna four I'm going to hit you on this podcast. <laughs> no. Now, what else is insane is... I'm this thing arrives. You can't talk about it. He says that he's been building this in secret. It yeah. arrives, and what is on the front of the Fantastic car? Dodge. Dodge logo! The grill oh my from, God. like, a Dodge truck. Okay. All the seats are bucket seat, Dodge bucket seats, And then too. what does Johnny Storm say? It's a Hemi? Is that a Hemi? Is that a Hemi? And he's like, of course. Which, like, that was during the era, I guess, when people cared if a car had a Hemi in it, which now if people were like, those aren't real fuel efficient. Well, like, that was an advertisement they yeah. had, I remember. It was like, it was like a, it was like Larry the Cable Guy's caricature being like, is that a Hemi? It was like their, it was like their New York City yeah, uh, Posse, I mean, like, you know? again, yeah. th- every time they try to do, like, a joke like this, they decide to date themselves. Now, my question is, he's been designing this. It's been underneath of a sheet. He's never used it until right now. Did Dodge pay to have him build a machine that no one's ever going to see? Or did he, is he just that big of a fan of Dodge? He, he, he worked with Bill from, from Dodge. Uh... <laughs> he also says earlier in the movie he doesn't want endorsement deals. But then he fucking covers this car in the word Dodge. It's insane. I, I genuinely felt that it was like him reaching out to Johnny to be like, I get it. I get that endorsements are a good idea. They're such a sweet deal. They're such a sweet <laughs> deal. This saved me so much money. If I learned anything from this, it's not the power of family or friendship. It's the power of slick endorsement deals. No, it's the power of a Hemi, which you can get. It's the power Dodge. of a Hemi. Hi, I'm Mr. Fantastic. Oh, my God. When I'm not saving the world. <laughs> Was this movie in 3D? I feel like there's just so many sight gags that could have worked with that. It, Especially with, like, 3D rock dicks. Okay, so I, they somehow beat their product placement from Fantastic Four. That scene, like, I just was like, why? Why is this in this movie? Why are you such fucking shills? No one's gonna watch this piece of shit. I'm glad Dodge wasted their money. Yeah. I cannot believe that that is the thing they chose to be, to adapt, like, faithfully. But, yeah, that was... In comparison to Galactus. They they purposely never released any images, never mentioned that this was gonna be in the movie because they wanted it to be a surprise for fans. And then it's like, yeah, but then you decided to shit on everything else, including, like, the Silver Surfer, a beloved character, and Galactus, the, you know, like, one of the, the Fantastic Four's greatest enemies, and the you're going to dump on Doom. Out of their mind. They're absolutely out of their mind. Well, I mean, they couldn't hear anybody's suggestions because that Hemi was so loud. So loud. Did you notice that when Galactus rolled in, he had a, he had a Toyota logo, though? Oh, it was pretty slick. I did notice that. <laughs> it was just the... It was the... It was... Oh, it was, oh wait. That was, it was a Dodge Ram. Yeah, and Dodge, that, it was the Dodge Ram logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, right. it, was, it, was, it was the it, Ram. It's yeah, the Ram. It, was, it was the Dodge yeah. Ram logo. And, and the I, horns. Do you recall Silver Service last line where he was like, oh, it's a Hemi. <laughs> yeah, and, then he, <laughs> and then he blew up. And then he blew up. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice that when uh, Galactus does show up, his shadow that he cast on Saturn is like the silhouette yeah, of like the much cooler version of him. Yeah. It's the faithful version of him. It's yeah. it's insane. Like Jack Kirby designed characters that have never changed since he designed them. Yeah. And this movie came along. They were like, we can do better than the it's... motherfucking guy who created like almost all of the greatest superheroes of all time. It's you know, so insane. Doctor Doom literally wears almost like the exact same costume. There's like slight differences, but it is almost 
Like eventually, it's he does. so it's so simple. No, I'm not talking about this movie. I mean, oh, in the okay. comics, he, you can look from his like original appearance to now. The difference is not that great. It's mostly in like the length of his gown and whether or not he's carrying a pistol. Otherwise, it's almost the exact same. And I'm just like, why did they think that's eh, not that good? It also means that in a meeting somewhere, a writer was like, "Hey, let's take this uh, highly established, popular villain and make him a cloud." No, it's I, I was reading about it actually. It's the director's choice. Uh, Tim Story. Like, push for yeah, <laughs> J- Tim Story, which I still can't get over his name. Is this, this? I just want to say Toy Story. Um, he he refuses to have robots in his movies. Yeah, I saw that. He said, I don't want to have a giant robot in my movie, and Galactus yeah. looks too much like a robot. Now, yeah. anyone who has seen Galactus, he looks like a giant person. He has a normal face inside of a... It's a very bizarre design, but he just looks like a really big person. Yeah. Also, weird line to draw, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Rock monsters, <laughs> I'm with you. Guys made entirely of silver, I'm there. A dude and... who's metal underneath his skin and can shoot lightning, that's not a Done. too far. Ugh, robots, that's pretty stupid. Gross. And that's like... It's do, you, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know who I am? I, I directed Taxi. <laughs> I directed <laughs> I'm One of Us Tripped. <laughs> 1997. Uh, um... No, and, no, and like he also, uh, he, oh my god, I'm just blown away by. We're looking at his movies right now. I'm just like, god damn it. Um, he tried to think like a man. Uh, yep, he certainly did. Uh, and also, think like a man too. Also, notice um, not think like an android. That's uh, not a yeah, film he would ever right. film. Not think like a robot. Um, Turn down. Because uh, well, yeah, I robot. Lawrence Fishburne I... was originally signed to play Galactus's voice. For this movie. Dude, then, then they that's were, perfect. Perfect, right? And then they were like, well, we're not going to give him a voice. We're not going to make him into... He's going to be a giant cloud. And uh, and, they were like, and, and they were like, do you want to be Silver Surfer? And he like, jumped at the chance. He's like, yeah, I'll definitely be Silver Surfer. Fuck, man. What if, what if even one more, they let him do the voice and then decided not to go CGI and went like fucking Lawrence Fishburne Galactus? That yeah. would be so fucking be sick. Great. Oh, they could God have not it. had to use Doom in this movie because they made more villains than Because he didn't do anything? He didn't do anything. <laughs> except, except the reason that they're getting the Dodge Fantastic Car into action is to pursue Doom in one of the most Looney Tunes fucking, fla- fucking I, sequences I feel we've like ever that if seen. you were to take that scene of them flying around fighting Doom and just drop out all the sound and put in yakety sags, <laughs> it would work <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. Like, but, like, listeners, you, there's a good chance that you didn't waste your time with this turd. So let me be clear to you. They fly off in a car with an open roof. I mean, we're talking, I mean, I know that's true to source. That's fine. But it's also really hilarious because Sue Storm, I mean, they're flying in the atmosphere at, like, 300 miles an hour. And, like, Sue Storm's hair is barely wafting. Um, that wig, man. <laughs> yeah. But they get into, um, they catch up to Doom, where Doom catches up to them, really. Uh, and they fly around evasively from Doom, who's on a fucking surfboard, which i just go ahead and attempt to picture that. Um, the car splits into four pieces, which is cool. That, that, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. And uh, Or three pieces, I think. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and you're thinking, like, man, this is tough. How are they going to use their powers in, in vehicles? Uh, and that's when Mr. Fantastic reaches his arm out and catches someone else's ship and yanks it in. Yes. 
Getting Sue's shipping. Which is like her. the least. Because <laughs> now all of a sudden they're in China and ben flies by they're destroying the Great Wall of China. Yeah, Ben, piloting with one hand, flies by Doom and punches him like drive-by but style. Not before letting him know he's going to do it. Yeah, like he calls goes, out. Doom, heads up! And then it's like, punch time. Punch, yeah. <laughs> it's I, punch I time, sorry! Can, <laughs> he said sorry as soon as he drove by. Can one of you guys just at least like take a shot at what Doom's endgame was? He's no like, alright, I've got the, the use of the ultimate, like the cosmic power. I got this board. He knows. Now what? They, they tell him the board is a beacon that is drawing this creature that's going to destroy the planet. To the, and he's just like... He's like, yeah, I've never been really good at yeah. sharing. It, it, it's it's not like he's a super genius or anything. Yeah, but like they, there's yeah. no like he gets it, and there's no he's no like like he's not like now I can rule the world or let them destroy Earth. I'm gonna I'm gonna take over the galaxy. He's just oh like I got this board. Like how cool would it be? Be like 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 you'll perish here. I I now no longer need to be tethered to this planet or whatever. Yeah, bullshit. like the, yeah. They, they just that'd be fucking then, solid. And then they go. You know, they just did like God Doom no. in the last Secret Wars comic, where he like basically gets the power of the Doom. Beyonder again, and he makes himself a god. God Emperor Doom. Emperor Doom. God Emperor. Is that what he calls? It? Man, he's yeah, he's God Emperor Doom. That also, is, that guy awesome. has got some serious like. It is. It is the best. It's so good. I've but been... we also see Doom like executing. Well, we see the Silver Surfer executing some pretty excellent moves on this board with this power like shooting beams of energy like catching like absorbing missiles like yeah. like like flying all flying through buildings and passing through and I'll, I'll take that doom might have a learning curve with it but he doesn't do jack shit with this thing he spins around really fast he, he spins around a lot once and, and gets lot. beat up and then they just knock him off the board and then it's fine they shoot they, well, they, well, they he spins them around and then they all inexplicably fall into a city in China. Yep, they're all fine. Nobody is... They, they crash into things. Everyone gets out of the way, of course. Not, no one is hurt. Um, and then... Sue Storm tries to stop a spear made of the board. Which she, she should know will not get stopped. Yeah. She knows that because she saw the, 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 the Silver Surfer go through it. Which, but I'll accept that she was moving in, 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 in panic. Also, why was the Silver Surfer just like strolling? At this point, he was like dazed. Yeah, he was like, I don't even want to fight. It's like I the, quit. It's like he's never been spun around before. He's <laughs> yeah. never been dizzy before. It was like totally alien to him. And and, and Doom throws the spear. Sue tries to stop it, and it fucking goes through her, dude. Yeah, it passes through heart and lungs. Yes, and then disappears, and she's there's no hole. So I'm not and sure she, what kills her. I thought that, I thought I saw blood. I could not tell though because it, it like went through the logo, so it was like really hard to tell what was going and on. And I don't need this movie to be gory or anything, but no. if you're gonna shoot a spear through a heart and lungs, she can't just fall down and go, "Oh, this sucks." Like she's just like, "Oh, this hurts." Well, and then we get the idea, which it's, is uh, Johnny comes up with the idea that he'll take everybody's power at once, which has not been the way it works at all. He transfers powers, but sure. He, he becomes so, Super Scroll. So he touches yeah. all of them, and yeah, he gets everybody's power. So he's stretchy, he's got this thing's strength, he's got Sue's invisibility, and he can still catch on fire. He beats up Doom and eventually destroys the little thing on his wrist, which you guys somehow didn't notice is why he loses the board. 
Yeah, you I guys were. Right. Not, I do. I do remember that now. Yeah. I was screaming. I, I I missed a lot of dialogue. We were too focused on that he threw him in the water and he immediately sank, and we're like, how does he not have a backup plan for that? Yeah, again, super genius. No oxygen supply. No 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 propulsion. Hey, the you close thought, alone you thought that would he would never fall in the water. into the water once he had that yeah, surfboard. that's that's a good thing to think of. Doom. Did you I'm, notice? I'm just fucking idiot. How dare you think I would go swimming? <laughs> Did you notice when uh, Johnny runs up after that? He has on, like, these thing hands that look like those Hulk hands you buy at, like, Walmart. Yeah. They look so cheap and, like, the- out of place. And you can tell that you're not supposed to see them because he's, like, holding his hands down real low. But they just, it's so jarring compared to, like, everything else. All the effects are bad in this sequence where he has all the powers. It is the most cartoonish thing you've ever seen. He ran out of money. It's almost out. as bad as the as the, the, the Human Torch sequence from uh, the first Roger Corman one. It's bad. It's it's garbage CGI. It was like phoned it in CGI. Yeah, the whole, they I think definitely the wasted whole all their money on the Silver Surfer. Chris called it Popeye-like, and it was oh, yeah. like that. Because he had his big arms just going boing. And he did a big, like, fucking over, overkill fist and was like, I'm gonna knock yeah. you around. I felt like the, the Popeye music was supposed to play. Like, yeah. I just ate a bunch of spinach and it was like, ba-da-ba-da, ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-
and that creates a deep, like a deep emotional, like personal I think, thing that he can empathize with. I think yeah, you phrased it where it, the movie sort of almost tries to get you to su- to suggest that he didn't really empathize with other planets that he was destroying yeah. until he found Earth and kind of had that recollection to his home planet. So let me get I this think... straight. You guys are reading this much into it, and somehow you missed that Doom had a device on his wrist that controls the board? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> you that You guys at are all. right, um, like, uh, NYU film class, like, <laughs> critiques of uh, the Silver Surfer's backstory in this film. Yeah. My thesis is forthcoming, Poe, so you better... Watch your fucking mouth. Yeah. I'm gonna be there when you have to defend it. I'm also pissed that a we uh, we already complained about it. No real Galactus. We get Cloud Galactus. We get Cloud Fart, Space Fart Galactus. So bad. No Ultimate Nullifier. No. Oh come on! I, I love the Ultimate Nullifier. Even if they were like, all right, I understand that the story of Galactus is a hard one to yeah, turn totally. into a movie because the end of it is pretty fucking silly. But. They could have changed how it ended. You know what I mean? They could have done something different. Whatever. The, the way they end this film, though, is just like such a like a deus ex machina. They're just like, oh no, if only someone could stop Galactus. And he's like, oh, oh, I can. I can, I can oh, do that. I, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Storm does, I guess, help by, again, leaving the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, once again, flying all the way into uh, the danger zone. <laughs> And they really gave that dude a lot of screen time. They did. They the packed him into this. Like, I like this kid. <laughs> He's got real chops. He's got some choppy chops. Uh, Let's well, let him ad lib his They did let him improvise his, like, almost all of his lines in the first movie, apparently. Apparently, in this one, I I had read it somewhere in the in there uh, on IMDb that every line is uh, improvised <laughs> in this movie for, from him. And I believe it because none of them land. They are all terrible i disagree then because chris evans is actually an extremely funny person i've no seen him on a comedy I, show he's very good no i don't i'm not saying that he's bad or like chris evans himself i'm just saying in this movie he all of his jokes are terrible and it says that they improvised them i think um, that was in the first film was where i saw that i don't know okay. if that was on this one anyways the point maybe, is this. maybe maybe they save the day they decide that they need to go back and try to get married again they're in China. Reed has an idea. The idea is to fly to Japan? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why didn't they just stay in China? That's fucking nuts. Because they then, felt... What's even more insane? All right, we're in Japan. We all got kimonos for some reason. Now, who could marry us in Japan? I don't know. Fly, fly Brian Pusain over again. <laughs> Get that dude out here. He's a family friend. I promised him I could let him do the wedding. It was well, like... They, like... they showed him again. I was like, this is insane. Yeah. And then, so, did you guys hear what the, the big event is that they have to leave for? Uh, no, I, I think I was trying to continue He gets conscious. a notice and he says, oh no, Venice is sinking into the Adriatic. And Grimm's like, oh, that's a big one or something. And they're like, can you skip to the end? Fucking Venice has been sinking since they built it. It is, yeah. it, like, yeah. for the last, like, 70 years, they're like, two more years and it's in the ocean. I, and all of a sudden, it's just like, it's just such a dumb, I'm like, that was the best you could come up with? You have a chance that you could say anything right here, because you're not going to yeah. show anything. You could have been like, oh no, there's been a breach in the negative zone. You could have made any reference to the comic that people would have liked. Instead, you pick the most asinine event. What are four people going to do to stop an entire city from sinking? The same thing they did to keep that giant Ferris wheel together uh, a lot of fire yeah some teamwork yeah a little bit of teamwork, teamwork. <laughs> you motherfucker 
All right. Um, uh, well, then, like, they just leave Alicia there, uh, who is blind. And in Japan. In, J- in Japan. Also, and they found they're... a lot of guests who are Japanese. Yeah. And all yeah. dressed traditional, which I thought was yes. an interesting choice to see two white people get married. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, is she really into anime? Like, I just thought it was bizarre. I'm like, all right, so they're all dressed in traditional, like, Japanese clothing. They're, they've got to be being married by, like, a Buddhist priest or, like, a nope. Shinto priest. Brian so They Pussain. turn around and it's the Catholic priest again. I'm like, why are they dressed in kimono? I guess. I'll see you I know, guess Reed. if they, like, flew, they had to go back and get Alicia. And they, so yeah, they had to go back. And, oh, well, yeah. we'll pick him up, too. We'll up Brian we got, like, we got four seats. You know Reed's an otaku anyway. You know, you know he's he's super into anime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He was, like, what was it, 2007? Uh, All those monitors in the Baxter Tower, he's just doing, like, Dragon Ball Z AMVs. He's Naruto. <laughs> 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 uh, it's just, like, uh, it's just, like, Dragon Ball Z and uh, Lincoln Park <laughs> yeah, just yeah. together, crawling on my skin. Everything you said up here. I need your energy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that would have been good if we defeated Galactus that way, but we did not. We did not do that. <laughs> but I might make a little video about it. Oh my so that God. is uh, the basic run. Again, this movie clocks out at an hour and 26 minutes. That does not count. I didn't take out like the two two to three minutes worth of opening credits. So if you take those out, the movie's only like 122 minutes, basically, which mm-hmm. is insane. Uh, to be technically to be a feature length film, you have to be an hour and a half long. Usually you don't rely on the credits to, to, to get you to that mark, but for some reason this film did. It is not shocking that there was not a sequel made, although there apparently was talks uh, when this film was being – or when they were talking about remaking a new Fantastic Four that they were going to bring back this group of people. Why? But Man, Jessica was... Alba said, no, I, I will not be in another Fantastic Four movie. And Chris Evans had already become, of course, a, a highly successful superstar yeah, who was going like, to no. appear in a pile of garbage. Not going to repeat that mistake. I think I just realized something, too, about the opening of this movie, where they're at the airport. I think the only reason they were there is so you could appreciate him making their own car that flies I think later oh, in the movie because he references needing a jet yeah like yeah. we need a jet yeah Ugh, this movie was terrible we talk about recommending these I'm sorry they made you watch this guess don't worry most of the time people don't even watch these pieces of trash uh, I I honestly because of the fact that you cannot stream this on any service even to rent it for like two dollars and stream it it's on HBO Go yep. is it yeah sure is that's a bizarre Guess I should maybe buy HBO Go. And, so like, and not the first one, just this one. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that these are so hard to watch, and they're not good enough, and they're not bad enough. Like, yeah. I, I watched this one. I actually went over and I wanted to watch it with my brother because I was like, I remembered it being really bad. So I was like, we could sit there and make fun of it, and you know, the funny stuff he says, I'll put in my notes, like I did when we did the first Batman. And uh, most of the time, the our notes would have just been like, what the fuck. Like, just, Why? he could not believe, like, I would look over at him, and he would just have this look on his face, like, I was making him watch, like, really fucked up porn or something. Like, he was just so lost as to what was going on. I My- remember working at GameStop before the first one came out in 2005, and there was, like, the ad for that and the ad for Batman Begins, and I was talking to my boss, Keith, and he was like, I was like, yeah, the Batman Begins looks really good. I'm really excited about it. And he's like, that movie looks stupid. 
And I was like, really? Okay. And I was like, what are you excited about? And he's like, that Fantastic Four movie is going to be great. And I was like, are you kidding me? Those people exist. Yeah. They Fuck exist. Fuck Keith. That was like the first time I, I really thought that all In those Keith's jokes you'll make about middle America are real. No, he's a terrible person. In um, Keith's defense, Batman Begins, we watched it. Not as good as we recently. all remembered. It's still pretty There's a rose-tinted glasses thing, but I, I would now. say that, yeah, it's it's uh, certainly better than um, some of the newer movies that have been out recently. Also, to, 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 to follow up your story about watching it with, with somebody, my wife walked past... My wife. Uh, my, my wife. My uh, wife walked past uh, during the scene in which... Uh, the thing is punched down a hallway and like like squishes. Uh, oh uh, yes, Mister Fantastic yeah. against the wall. And she paused. She squinted and she's like, "That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen." And then went to the. I, I feel like out of the Sarah room. will never let me come visit you guys because she's gonna blame me for having to like walk by and see you watching stupid shit. You're destroying my marriage with these movies, Pogues. She's just like, "I hate your friend Pogues. He came up with a stupid idea for a podcast. I hate him." Well, of course, uh, she doesn't well, remember who I am. That's right. Never mind. I'm fine. It's true. You would be all set. Uh, well, did you guys I'm have anything f- else to say? No, I'm fed up with talking about this fucking movie. Um, well, we did. Uh, I actually have a prize to give out to the listeners. We do, yeah. Um, actually, I was trying to figure out. I almost feel bad, like just like whoever can get to us first, um, <laughs> because he had to watch this piece of shit. But like, I kind of want to reward somebody for something. So like, if somebody like is. I don't know. Like, you you had mentioned earlier, uh, like putting yakety sack to to silver to to. <laughs> if uh, someone Doom, actually does that, if Doom, if you just like or like even like if you just tweet at me or tweet at the tweet at you guys, um, like songs that would be appropriate for a montage or make one even. Uh, but I definitely have a cool little prize to give out. A little. Uh... It's a souvenir uh, boxed in in '86. It's. <laughs> It's a Batman like cleaning set. It's Batman soap on a rope. Yeah, but it's, it's a Batman soap on a rope. This yeah. printed awesome. with the Batman, I, Batman logo and the rope. Uh, and it has a small uh, wristwatch with the Batman logo. And when you pop that baby open, it's got lip balm in it. Yeah. Oh shit, son! I just choked <laughs> up. You're gonna be talk the town with it. So. Woo! All right. Well, uh, well, Chris, if people want to make uh, a funny image or a montage, where should they tweet you at? Uh, they can tweet me at uh, at uh, Chip Snackerson, um, which is a play on my name, Chris Arneson. Uh, so yeah, it's a uh, Chip Snackerson. That's Chip Snackerson. All right. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to plug besides your your? I like that the guest brought a gift. I guess brought a gift and a working Twitter. So yeah, yeah that's, that might be a first. I think I got two things for you. Um, Suck it, Mike Hayes. I'm not currently uh, guessing on anything. I frequently guest a podcast called Pool Party Radio. Um, part of uh, the Podcast uh, Town family on Facebook. I it's it's not a great group. I don't know. Uh, I go. <laughs> I go there for my friends. No, 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 no. They love me. I, I'll be on Podcast Town. Whenever. You went the group, not the, the podcast. group. The group. Podcast Town <laughs> is a is a mixture of uh, of all things internet. So it's I, I it's a grain of salt sort of place. Um, but but Podcast Town is great, and they know how I, they know how I fucking feel about them. Um, so it's not a surprise. But uh, but yeah, uh, there's just that, and I don't have anything else going on right now, unfortunately. Um, as always, you can find me uh, at the Disco Pony or check out any of my uh, um, my stuff at uh, therealbenchapman.com. 
Uh, you, Pogues? you can follow me on Instagram at it's Pogues or go to my website, artofpogues.com. We're still selling Heaver shirts. I don't remember if last time I mentioned that somebody bought one and we, we did figure out who it was. I'm so proud. Yeah, so uh, if you guys are ever in Dayton, Ohio, you have a chance to see our friend James walking around in a Heaver shirt. And I will say he he was wearing it when I saw him, and it, it turned out really well. I was afraid that like maybe it wouldn't look good when it was printed up, but it looks pretty sharp. I'm excited. I'm going to put my order in. You'll, you can find those at tpublic.com slash user slash art of Pogues. Uh, and Pogues is spelled P-O-G-U-E-S, just like the word Vogue, except for with a P. Uh, also, if you are a listener and a fan of this show, please like us, rate us on whatever platform you listen to. And if you have iTunes installed or own an iPhone, just subscribe, even if you don't actually download it. It really is a weird system the way these things work, but... Uh, subscriptions are what matters in search results inside of the Apple Store and affects like your search results over like Google search results. So if you could like us and do that sort of thing, pass us on. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week to finish up Fantastic February. It's it's really been a challenge. I've done I, I didn't do it this year, but the last two years I did a drawing a day for February. And I thought that was challenging. Watching these turds has been worse. I, I've, I've much less enjoyed two hours out of my, my week being ruined by these films. Godspeed, really. I can't even imagine watching the next one. Oh, the next one's... I'm really looking forward to hearing Ben's thoughts because I, I did watch this movie already uh, way back when it came out, and it's I didn't think it was great. So I'm really looking forward to hearing Ben's take on this on more garbage featuring the Fantastic Four. I'm losing my mind, so that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I I have heard nothing good about it. Even the, <laughs> even the director said that he regrets making it. Um, well, and that the, he wanted to make another movie. He blames it on the producers, of course. Oh, yeah. This is also a director, though, who was noted as being so hard to work with and such a terrible person not a terrible person, but a terrible director. He was removed from a project by Lucasfilm. Wow. And uh, if you read press now that the movie's out, uh, he const- he hated the woman who played Sue Storm, and I guess was like... Kate Mara? Yes, and would like insult her constantly during the filming, to the point where she said she didn't want to even do... Like, she did not enjoy any part of being in the movie. And she almost got in a fist fight with the guy who played Reed Richards... Even though he fought to get him cast. All right, so he sounds, sounds like, like a sweet. So tune in for that bullshit. Yeah. Oh, Fuck. Man. Fuck. I kind of want to do a history of uh, of these. Like this sounds amazing. They are All sort right. of interesting how they were made in a way. Yeah. Well, we've officially made a uh, podcast longer than that movie. So. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, thanks for being here, Ben. Yeah. You want to take us out? Uh. As, as, uh, if you want to find this movie on IMDb, you can, of course, search it by keywords. Uh, some keywords you can use include helicopter accident, exploding planet, priest, black forest, stabbed in the chest, box office hit, and box office flop. Even oh, IMDb is it sure. <laughs> <laughs>